You're with Julian on the Brown Note, and well, the 23rd Bond movie came out last year, uh, November 9 in America, and I am belatedly reviewing said movie. I am a Bond movie fan, and I'm also a massive fan of Daniel Craig's Bond, as well as the first two movies. This one uh, starts off with the usual chase sequence, and uh, it's an entirely boring one until James Bond actually gets shot from the top of a moving train and falls to his apparent death. And it's a bad sign for the movie for me that this event, even though you know that there's no possibility of James Bond dying at the start of a Bond movie, is simply ignored. <laughs> they don't actually give you any pretense of how he's supposed to survive. He just survives. And he goes into hiding again inexplicably because apparently he's a bit upset um, that M, played by Judy Dench, has ordered a kill shot on him fighting and grappling with some villain and uh, when the sniper says that she can't get a clear shot says take it anyway and he's therefore Daniel Craig gets very upset and then he apparently spends the next six months drinking it up like crazy in this <coughs> bar somewhere in an island location and then there's these attacks on MI6 in London uh, M is finds that her computer's been hacked into and that they come under a cyber attack which again highly unlikely involves the uh, perpetrators being able to turn on the gas in MI6 and blow up half the building leading Daniel Craig to come back and to pledge his allegiance to the flag now I found, I found the motivation aspect of uh, Daniel Craig's bond having patriotism that's the one thing I've never got from Bond. I've never felt like he was doing it for Queen and Country. Maybe a sense of duty, and because that's the environment he was brought up in. But he seemed to be entirely narcissistic and, and pretty much doing it because he loved it. Um, but anyway, he gets back on board and has to go through what appears to be Fiddy Sense uh, video where he does all the treadmill workout, which is a bizarre sequence. I'm not sure what exactly that adds other than to show that Bond is aging, where he has to go through all these physical tests. And it appears that a villain, half brilliantly, half awfully played by Javier Bardem, is um, basically putting MI6 through the routes and, and, and attacking them via the internet and, and getting in, in all sorts of trouble while Judy Dench has to appear before Parliament to justify the uh, slight uh, foibles that her MI6 department has gone through over the previous years where things haven't been running very smoothly. Now, when this came out, it was unilaterally given a green light as the best Bond movie and at least possibly the best Bond movie ever and the first Bond movie that should have got an Oscar. On the review aggregate site, it's got 93%. Now, this is after Casino Royale. For me, probably could argue that Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig film, is actually the best Bond movie of all time. I'd only say that something like Goldfinger or From Russia With Love even challenges it. it was, I thought it was a fantastic movie, tiny bit too long, but the whole emotional scenes that were going on between Daniel Craig and Eva Green and the story and uh, the way it all centred around the card game, which is much more Bond-like than the... Uh, Pierce Brosnan explosions and God knows what else and then Quantum of Solace came out and people took a step back and said well it's not very good it's too action based I actually thought that was incredibly underrated I loved that film it is far too action based but I thought it had a very strong 
story. I love the way it carried on from the first one. And I thought, again, the female-male relationship with Daniel Craig and, in this case, Olga Kurylenko's, who's fantastic, and they never get together as well, which is another plus point for me as well as far as her motivations went. And I thought it was a very underrated film. And this came out, and I thought, I'm in for a treat here. Well, I have to say, I was incredibly disappointed. I cannot comprehend how it's got such good reviews. I think Daniel Craig is the least interesting Bond he's been here. He's still very good, but he seems much more relaxed. He was a, seemed a bit more unmanageable and edgy in the other ones. And Judy Dench is very good. The other plus point I'd say is it's got the best cinematography of any Bond film. It's stunning to look at, particularly towards the end when they sort of relocate to Scotland and the whole world's on fire. It looks absolutely breathtaking. But the alarm bell should have been for me when Sam Mendes was announced as director, as I think American Beauty is one of the most overrated films of the last 30 years. I actually can't watch it now. I liked it when it first came out, but it makes me cringe. And one thing Skyfall really made me do... Uh, is cringe a lot because they, they've they tried to inject the humour of Bond of old into it by making constant references to double entendres and possible alternate meanings and all of them are lame and I really found the script jutting out at me when every time Bond had a conversation with a female it always had to have all these double entendres and they're all lame it's not like they're funny or camp or arch or anything at all it's quite cringy in particular, he has a relationship with who ends up being Miss Moneypenny, uh, Naomi Harris. And they could not have less chemistry together. And she kind of made me feel like I was watching Spooks, that TV series from the UK. And there's this, outside of the cinematography, I felt like an almost air of amateurishness had descended on things. But the real crushing blow for me, above the lameness of the script, was that the story just isn't that interesting. It's got very little scope. I managed to predict virtually every single major plot element long before it happened and I wasn't that convinced by any of them and at the halfway stage I kind of thought this is really going to be it, this is going to be the entirety of the story. Even the villain in it, his whole motivation and everything, it's kind of like well let's do. So I'm very shocked by the universal acclaim that Skyfall's got. I think it's by far the weakest, and the much maligned Quantum of Solace, which I watched immediately after, I think is twice as good as Skyfall is. So, very sorry to say, but 6.5 out of 10 for me, which is way off the average. So there you go, Skyfall, 6.5. And...